Section 27 of Lives of the Ancient Philosophers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Lives of the Ancient Philosophers by Francois Fanelon. Section 27. Firo Firo lived about the time of Epicurus, towards the end of the 120th Olympiad. Firo established the sect called Firinists, or Skeptics. He was the son of Plistarchus, of the city of Elia in the Peloponnesus. He first studied the art of painting, then he was a disciple of Dreso, and afterwards of the philosopher Anarchus, to whom he attached himself so much that he followed him even to India. Firo, during this long journey, conversed particularly with the Magi, the Gymnosophists, and all the Eastern philosophers. After instructing himself as to the source of all their opinions, he found nothing which could satisfy him. It appeared to him that all things were incomprehensible, that truth was concealed in the depth of an abyss, and that there was nothing more reasonable than to doubt everything, and never to decide. He maintained that all men regulated their lives from certain received opinions, that each one acted but from habit, that they examined passing events agreeably to the laws and customs established in each country, but that they knew not whether these laws were in themselves good or bad in the beginning of his career firo was unknown he exercised his art as a painter and they preserved for a long time at elia several of his works in which he had best succeeded his life was very solitary and he never returned into society he often took long journeys and never told anybody where he intended going he suffered much and complained of nothing he trusted so little to the guidance of his senses that he never left the path he was pursuing either for rocks or precipices or any other peril it appeared that he preferred the chance of danger rather than the trouble of avoiding a chariot some of his friends therefore always followed him and took care to warn him of his situation on such occasions he possessed an equal temper and habited himself at all times in the same fashion when he conversed and the person to whom he spoke for any reason withdrew and left him alone he yet continued his discourse till he had finished it just as if he was still listened to he treated everybody with the same indifference the reputation of firo extended itself in a short time throughout greece and a number of people embraced his doctrine those of elia after having convinced themselves of his merit had so much veneration for him that they created him sovereign pontiff of their religion everybody regarded him as a man truly just free of all kinds of discontent vanity and superstition indeed the philosopher simon assures us that he was regarded as a minor deity upon earth he passed his life tranquilly with his sister philista who professed herself a sage he went to market to sell his own poultry and pigs and he cleaned his house himself a dog one day attempted to bite him firo repulsed him someone reminded him that this did not accord with his principles 
ah answered he it is indeed difficult to divest oneself of prejudices and it requires the greatest perseverance to become superior to the generality of men to this end every exertion should be made and to effect it the force of all our reasoning must be employed another time he was sailing in a small bark the wind suddenly threatened a storm the vessel was in danger of perishing all those who had accompanied Firo were in a state of the greatest apprehension Firo remained perfectly tranquil amid the tempest he drew the attention of his companions to a little pig which continued eating near them as contentedly as if the vessel had been in port and remarked to them that wise men should endeavour to imitate the example of this little animal in order to be calm under all circumstances Firo was troubled with an ulcer the person who dressed it was one day obliged to perform on it a most painful operation by cutting it and applying caustic to the part affected Firo never allowed that he suffered the least pain nor did his countenance betray any this philosopher believed that the highest degree of perfection which could be attained in this world was to abstain from deciding on any subject his disciples all agreed in this respect they never advanced a positive opinion one party among them however sought truth hoping to discover it and others despaired of ever succeeding in the search some believed that they might affirm one thing which was that they certainly knew nothing whilst others would scarcely venture even to make that assertion some of these opinions were entertained before Firo existed but as no one had till that time professed absolutely to doubt all things to him these sceptical principles have been entirely ascribed the reason which induced this philosopher in all cases to suspend his judgment was the conviction that we know nothing except by the relation which one thing bears to another and that we are ignorant ourselves of what they really are the leaves of the willow for example are sweet to goats and bitter to men hemlock is nutritious to quails and occasions death in men dimophon the purveyor of alexander felt in the shade the same heat that others experience in the sun the rays of which seemed only to chill him andon of argus traversed the sands of libya without thirst that which is just in one country is in another the reverse as that which is virtue amongst certain nations is in others vice in persia fathers marry their daughters and with the greeks this is a shameful crime the massagate do not require constancy in the married state with other nations such an opinion is repulsive theft is a merit among the Cilicians, and the greeks make it punishable aristippus has a certain idea of pleasure antisthenes another epicurus a distinct one from either some believe in the providence of god others deny it the egyptians bury their dead the indians burn them and the paconians throw them into rivers that which appears to have one certain colour from the light of the sun derives another from the reflection of the moon and still another from the candle the neck of a pigeon according to the different sides on which we examine it seems to have a variety of colours wine taken moderately supplies temporary strength 
when drunk in large quantities it impairs the senses and deprives the mind of its powers that which is to the right of one person is to the left of another greece which with regard to italy is to the east is west with regard to persia that which in some places is considered a miracle is in others a common occurrence the same man is to some persons a father and to others a brother in short the contradiction which they met with in everything rendered Firo and his disciples incompetent to define anything because they believed that there was nothing in the world which was absolutely known to us by itself they required in everything a comparison which proved a relation to some other thing previously existing as they acknowledged no certain truth they of necessity banished all sorts of demonstrations for said they all demonstration ought to be derived from something clear and evident and which requires no proof there is nothing in the world which can be of this nature since should things appear evident to us we should be obliged to prove the truth of the reasoning which makes us converts to this belief Firo, like homer compared man to the leaves of trees which perpetually succeed each other and are constantly replaced by new ones whilst he lived he was regarded with the greatest veneration and he died after having attained his ninetieth year End of section 27